program is paid for by the Hawkeye Huddle, which is solely responsible for its content. The opinions and views expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of 1700 The Champ, Cumulus Media, or its employees or management. The Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye Huddle 2. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 The Champ. And what are we, 101.3? 101.3 on the FM dial? On the FM dial. They still call us the champ there? I don't know. Let's go with it. All right. Hey, it's actually a great signal if you're driving around and you're catching us on 1700. Flip to the FM. We sound, our, our golden throat, our golden voice <laughs> sounds even more deep and It's and fair to say it that it's not that word. Oh, okay. Actually, uh, it is It is pretty cool that we've uh, got the, I'm sure you we're do. on both sides of the coin at this point in time. <laughs> hey, welcome in here. You're at G Migs in Valley Junction, West Des Moines. Come on down, join us. Uh, Smash Burgers tonight, correct? And, we're gonna, or, and we have Hawkeye basketball. Right, so we're so going to have a burger and, a, and if, basketball after this, right? If you don't have Big Ten Plus, come on down. Yeah, if you do not have, oh, it's on the regular BTN tonight. BTN. I think, it, I think it's a regular BTN tonight. Oh, all right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, come on down anyway. Yeah, Western Illinois next week is only on BTN Plus, though. Western Illinois is 10 and 3. Really? 10 really? 2. Oh, that's the Leathernecks. I, you know what? We had a discussion last week, and I will, so let's, I'll just preview this and say. Still the champ. Okay, very good. When uh, we were talking last week about <clears throat> how good the Big Ten is and how Iowa has some wins out there. I'm rethinking that. Let's get into that a little bit later. The Big Ten looks tougher. It, I, I judged it on one bad week of basketball, and it looks tougher now as suddenly they're knocking off some teams here and there. Minnesota goes over and wins at Michigan. I mean, I, anyway, let's let's first talk Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, we're waiting for an update on the wrestling meet that's currently going on, by the way. Right now they're uh, uh, wrestling North Carolina State in the Rothkin duels. They won twice yesterday, swept Central Michigan and Lehigh. Is this the uh, team duels? It's it's a team duel deal. It's not the same thing that they used to do. Remember they did the three in one day thing at, uh, at the old field house. Uh, they don't do that's the a whole triangular. Yeah, they don't do that. That anymore. may be a quadrangular. Uh, it might. Could, either way you want. Could well it's by the quad. I don't know. There's a lot of going geometry stri- there. Going streaking at the quad. Forty-four to nothing yesterday and twenty-eight to seven. Uh, Spencer Lee's first time on the mat this year. He goes four minutes and wins seventeen to nothing with no ACLs. He had, did not have them repaired. Uh, he also won his uh, second match yesterday. Uh, there were some upsets in the wrestling yesterday. Both Max Murin and Caleb Young went down in that uh, in that match against Lehigh. So, got to figure out those guys have been. Uh, I think Young hasn't hardly even wrestled at all. I'm not sure, but I don't think he's wrestled much. And Murin's gone down a couple of times. So. But we'll pay more attention to it as we go, right? They're going right. to get going here in the Big Ten soon. The Midlands are up in uh, about two weeks as well. But, uh, hey, that's our national championship there. We're, we're going to root for that as hard as we possibly can and make sure they get that, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. The uh, Iowa women's basketball team today goes down 74-73 at home. Carver Hawkeye, they were up 18-16 in the fourth quarter and lost that lead. They lose it by one point, a couple of free throws with under a minute to go. Uh, Caitlin Clark had 19 points, but she's uh, she's not getting a lot of help, and she's also she is missing a few more shots than she did last year. I think well, teams I think are keying on her because they, if nobody else is scoring, right? Well, I, exactly. You know, I think it was the Iowa State game, uh, Iowa, Iowa State, which was actually a really good women's basketball game. I don't get why they're not getting the ball down low. Uh, they've got they've got some size. They got some height. Certainly, Monica, uh, Monica Cesano can actually. She's the, the field goal leading percentage leader in the country, both returning and currently. And they do. They. they I, however, I don't want to question it too much because this has been Lisa Bluter's style has been 
We whip it around, and we get a lot of threes. We take a lot of threes. We take quick shots. It's why they score so many points normally. It's also why their defense is a little bit suspect because they have a tough time doing both, right? Uh, that's been her M.O., and it's gotten her the tournament, what, 18 out of 20 years or something ridiculous like right, that. Right, But, yeah, it is a, you, when, you, when you start to look at when they really need to have something happen, they do, they do seem to fire up a three a lot more often than posting, posting somebody down low and getting an well, easy shot. Well, in, in, particularly in the Iowa State game, they had plenty of opportunities where she was sitting there like, give me the ball, please, and she was hoping and, and passed her the ball. I mean, she's, she's not automatic, but she's shooting 70% from the field. It's pretty close. Yeah. It's as close as it gets. Uh, speaking of a team that, that uh, sh- shot the ball well, Iowa men's basketball team on Saturday night, 69% in the first half. I didn't see what the final ended up. They were, I think, right around 60 as they, they took care of Utah State uh, up there in uh, at the Sanford Pentagon. Right. And Sioux Falls, 94-75. Keegan Murray with 35. He didn't really even play much towards the end of the game. 20, 28 in the first half. Yeah, 28 in the first half. He was 13 of 17 from the field, 7 of 8 from the free throw line. Chris Murray goes for 17, so the Murray brothers with 52 on Father Keegan Murray's birthday. And I didn't catch which one it was. Kenyon. Oh, I I can't keep them all straight. Kenyon Murray's birthday, and uh, it, but they got 52 points for him there. Jordan Bohannon chipped in with 11, and I think chipped in is going to be the way that's going to go. You know, he's going to be the forgotten man on this thing. Everybody talks about how, oh, J-Bo's not worth anything anymore, blah, blah. Yeah, all he's doing is averaging double figures, right? I mean, Well, he, he can come in. He can play the point. He's obviously still the uh, career leader in assists at the University of Iowa. So... Jordan is a step slower than he used to be. He's got two repaired hips. And he... That, that's something that... So does Connor. Well, that's true. Something something we usually say about somebody who's in there. oh, I don't know, 50s, 70s? 50s, <laughs> 70s, 70s, right. You know, yeah. So, at any rate, I mean, you just got to... Jordan Jordan's going to have those games where all of a sudden he's going to knock down six in the first half. And you're going to go, holy cow, where did that come from? Well, you know, if he's open and he's hot, it could happen tonight. Well, it's well, uh, it's certainly the other night. There were a number of shots that he got off that were literally just Iowa had great ball movement at times. I mean, terrific. There were a couple times where it bogged down, but they got Utah State into a, into the type of game Iowa wants to play. Very little half court defense, and when they were moving the ball well, they were feeding it around, and suddenly you got I, there. I, there were probably three of his three-pointers were kickouts right not they came up court and they passed it to him uh, you know on the wing right. and he shot it it was literally it went inside and back out to him and he gets it off quick that's and one of the reasons he's been good at making three-pointers he shoots fast and the utah state coach even said that he goes you know we, we decided to guard bohannon because he's going to kill us from three and all of a sudden you start guarding him you get murray one-on-one down low he against Lesser opponents are le- certainly this against teams that don't have ginormous size, and he's clearly those nine days off helped uh, in terms of getting his ankle back. You you could really well you, not only could you see it out of him, but the other thing you could see. So this Utah State team, by the way, was what eight and three coming in. Uh, they were thirty five in the net. They've dropped in the net now to, because they got beat 
soundly right. uh, to like 56. But Iowa moved up to like number 25 in the net, which is pretty good considering this was their best win probably. But the first thing that happened, the very first play of the game, what happens? Iowa goes down court. Philip Rebrachis posts up a guy in the middle, and you see, first of all, the biggest player on Utah State is the same size as Philip Aracha. He posts him up, puts a little baby hook in, and you go, okay, there's no Kofi Coburn coming here. There's no Edie coming here. So guess what? There's no the, the, seven-foot-three white guy from Purdue coming. Right. right. So <laughs> this is going to be a game where, where, where down low Iowa can do some damage. Now, that's not always going to happen in these, but – Mark it down when you start looking at who Iowa has ahead of them. Right. The teams that for sure we're going to struggle against are going to have a couple of really solid big guys. If they're not post teams, if they're teams that are going to try to run with you and mostly play with, with the guards, we're going to be fine. Yeah. It's going to be good, anybody, good basketball Anybody games. who wants to, to uh, pick up the pace and go with the Hawks, I think is going to have to understand that may, that may not be the best idea. It's a magnet, dude. I, I, it quit fell t- over. Quit fell touching over. the pepper. Fell it's bad over. luck. It fell over. Yeah, no, it, it, they're going to have to understand they got to strap it on and go, right? And, and But the good news is that I think that's what we're seeing. We can figure out how this team develops. Now, here's the question. That then says to you, why does Fran not throw a little more when, when you do have a Kofi Coburn to go up against? Why don't we throw a little more Josh Agundale at him? I, don't, I mean, I mean, I, and I'm, don't give me Riley Mulvey yet. The kid's full of baby fat. It's not He's not ready. But Agundale can throw it around out there. He runs. It gives you some energy. He's certainly a big body. I just feel like there are times where we, we need to, to use him, if nothing else, to foul some of those guys. You know, I thought there were times in the Iowa State game even where it wouldn't have been a bad idea to try to post him up down low and see if we couldn't try to figure out something in there. Well, he doesn't look that bad, does he? No, I don't think so. I mean, he's certainly, wait, uh, I don't know, 100% better than he was last year? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, give the give the kids some chance. But I think the thing that we saw the other night that we need to see far more often is Chris and Keegan K&K. Yep. on the floor yep. at the same time because Chris Murray is – he's shooting 50-some percent from three. And, and they have – this may shock you. As twins, they have a nice chemistry yeah. together. You know, they have only played basketball together probably since they were two. Um, and, and able to do that sort of thing. So, I don't know. I, I hope we get to see more of that. You know, Fran sets up, uh, gets set on these uh, starting lineups. Doesn't change him much. I mean, but Aaron, you, you know why he does why he does this with with, the, with Chris coming off the bench, though, right? Is that literally to go with that second squad, he's the scorer on the second squad, right? So, I mean, I agree with you. But I think could that, you start him instead of Patrick? Uh, yes. I mean, they, they, I think Dockerman had it the other day, and I, I, the stats are floating around in my head, but it was something like this. What a they played eight horrible minutes. spot for stats to be. I know. They were, like, they played together for only, like, eight or nine minutes, right? It yeah, seemed longer. Yeah, but they were, like, plus 22. They were, they were plus 27. It was 38 to 11. It was something right. ridiculous like that, right? right? When they were both on the court together. So for only nine minutes of the game. Now, granted, so that's a quarter of the, of, of the game. Okay, but for a quarter of the game, you dominated it that way with those two on the court together. So it does have to become a consideration. Absolutely does yeah. have to become a consideration. I just, I just think you got to get Chris more minutes. And, and, you know, he was three of five from three-point line, too. I mean, you know, he's, was he three of four? He knocked down, he knocks him down out there. He's got, it. 
And he's big. He can rebound. I mean, I think he's a, an effective rebounder. Um, he's not spectacular, but he's, you know, quite honestly, I don't think we have a spectacular rebounder right at this time. No, Iowa did it win the rebound uh, rebounding battle in this game 35-23, to 23, which is certainly better than well, what's been happening. Well, right? let, me, let me tell you this. Every time that Utah State took a shot, there were five guys checking out. Nobody was running down. We weren't getting runouts on rebounds. We were getting runouts if there was a steal or even after a made basket if we were able to hustle it down the court and, and beat them down, isn't down low. It, isn't it a noticeably faster basketball oh, team? Wait. And oh, wait. Oh, my when gosh. I, when I say by, you three, used, by three steps, they're faster. You just used the word hustle. It never looks like hustle to me. They're gliding, right? Versus some of the others in the past, some of the other teams, Franz wanted to run, and it looked like they were hustling down the court right here. Well, they're every, flying down the court, and they're gaining you, on every, the guys. Every you know? time you saw Luca run, you thought, boy, he's really hustling. Yeah. But he was he was, he, he was hustling. He, he was, put everything he had into it. And Keegan and Chris, and for that matter, P-Mac, Euless, uh, Perkins, those guys are just flying down the court. And, and they're, they've got good vision, and they're finding it is exciting. I know that, that this is only one game coming back after losing three in a row. But I'm telling you, the nine-day layoff helped. I'm telling you, Keegan Murray being healthy helped. And I also think they were going to continue to find themselves as a basketball team and get better and better. We have There's a schedule coming that's harder than, than I, I think we might have thought. But right now, tonight, Southeast Louisiana. It's on at 7 o'clock. We're going to sit here at GMIGS and watch it if you want to come say hi. And then, of course, uh, we got like 10 days before they take on Western Illinois. And it's fun. To, it's fun. To, they're better than I, they are better than I thought they would be. Pretty, pretty solid. I think we're getting towards a break, right? Yeah, we're, we're getting there. 6 o'clock a.m. this morning, I go in uh, yeah, workout room in my house. I go in to work out. Iowa-Wisconsin basketball from 2011 is on. Did you I, see it? How about this? Well, uh, yeah, we're currently watching the uh, Outback Bowl against Mississippi State. And, I, and over lunch, you know what I watched? What? Citrus Bowl. Citrus 2005. Bowl. Well, let me tell you. Do you it's remember? It's Iowa Day on the Big Ten did, Network. Is that, do you know? Do you, is that what it is? It yeah, Iowa? Okay. must be. Because. Hawkeye Elvis. 2011. You remember who was on Who was on that 2011 team? They went up and won it. Wisconsin, number 11 Wisconsin at the time. I forgot half of these guys, right? Aaron White. Aaron White was a freshman, baby-faced freshman. Went off for like 18 in that game. Yes, Aaron White. Oh, boy. So he was only a freshman. Um, well, I'll give it to you. So Dev Marble, Aaron White, Matt Gatons in his, in his senior year. Very tough, right? Uh, Eric May. Yeah. Melson Basabe, who was going to Siena until Fran came to, came to Iowa. He came with him. And, uh, and, and my man, Bryce Cartwright. Cartwright! <laughs> and he and they went up there and they uh, they pulled away and pounded Wisconsin up there, which is hard. To do. I, yeah, I worked out. I kept me working out through the whole hour there you watching go. watching that on the Big Ten. It's kind of fun to to remember that France had some other teams, and sometimes you forget about some of these guys who contributed to sort of the comeback of Iowa, the Renaissance of Iowa basketball, when when it wasn't so good, and and it and you know this might be one of those transitional teams as well. But I think we're going to remember the. I think we're going to remember the Murray twins. It's that's my for sure. understanding. You can't marry the transitional woman. Oh wait, no, you, you can. can. Oh, absolutely, totally legal. Absolutely, <laughs> totally up to you. But totally legal, absolutely. 
So anyway, it's been a, it, it's a, that was that was kind of a fun thing. It's it's good to see the team playing well. Um, what do you think about this? so people were fired up on the Sanford Pentagon? I understand it was really loud there on TV. Well, 30, sounded, they get 3,600 people there. It's so. a high school gym. I, no, no, no. It's a it's a nice facility. It's sort of like the Five Seasons Center. Five Seasons Center holds seven thousand though. I mean, it's 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 small. It's a small venue. I mean, it's nice that you can get people in there and everything, but let's not get crazy about how you know. It, hey, if Sanford's going to pay the Hawks two hundred thousand dollars or whatever they paid them to go, why wouldn't you go up there and play? No, it, it once once a year, it's fine. Particularly, and I like the idea of pulling some some team in from the Northwest. We had Colorado, we had Gonzaga, and now we've got you know we've had Utah State. They want to do it. Great, I frankly they have them go over and play in the. Do they have to still have the mark over in the Quad Cities? You no, know? no. Some of those as well, just see what you can do that. All right, we'll come back. We'll grab Tom Caker of HawkeyeReport.com. We're going to talk a little more football recruiting because the Hawks got all those recruits they were going after last week and a little bit of Citrus Bowl when we come back on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The Champ. Hot tub day for me. Don't talk to me about that. You got rid of yours. I just got mine. I'm very happy. I'm very excited. Very excited. It won't be ready. It, it won't be heated up for me to use until tomorrow morning. But, uh, but uh, yeah, I got a little sun dance uh, uh, from uh, Central Iowa Pool and Spas installed yeah, well, today. I notice they're not quite a sponsor yet. They aren't. I want to see how they do. I'll, I will give you this. They gave me some terrific customer service today, so we will start talking. To, we don't. You and I don't like to recommend people that we don't think are very good, right. do we? No, we don't. that's why so, we recommend G-Migs, yeah. AMPM Plumbing, Angie Lancaster. Brian Houck. Brian Houck. That's right. why we recommend them. Right, because we know they're good. Oh, we've got Tom and he's at Carver. You, you know who's good is Tom Caker. He is at Carver. You can hear a little uh, background noise. Good, uh, good evening, Tom. Good evening, guys. I'll see if I can get somewhere that might be a little quieter, but hard uh, to you're get all right. service. And well, he probably to needs to be able to hear us, here. too. Yeah. Hard to I get can't quite pick him here up. And, 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 uh, and talk. So here, let me see if we can get into a little quieter space here. So can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, Absolutely, you're, you're good. You're, you're saying that Carver is full and off the hook for this game. Uh, no. No, there's nobody here. There's there's nada, no one. Are we are we going to get five thousand people tonight? Um, maybe. Yeah, maybe. it's listen. It's one of those games, right? And they're they're going to have this one and the one in a couple of weeks against Western Illinois, and then you're into the Big Ten. And I think Carver will fill up plenty plenty fine, particularly the way. Uh, this team played on Saturday night. Certainly was impressive, uh, Tom. I mean. I it really even even when it was tied or even when we were a little behind there late in the first half, hard to find a lot of fault with what Iowa was doing, and you could just see eventually they were going to break through, and certainly they did. Yeah, they played really well Saturday, and they got after it. Um, I thought um, they really ran uh, well and got out. They rebounded. Um, I thought it was important that Patrick McCaffrey got on the glass a little bit more, and and he was really good getting the rebound and going uh so a lot of positives from that game and here's the other thing guys i think a healthy uh keegan murray that makes a heck of a lot of difference in what i was able to do I, I, there's a, no question in my mind if he's healthy they beat illinois and that iowa state game is is a much different game now they probably lose but it's a much different game 
Uh, he he is such a he he's all American territory. There's just very little question about it. Well, we want to we want to go ahead. We've done a lot of basketball. We want to go back to football for uh, because you and I, uh, you and me, the two of us got to talk a lot of recruiting last week. But it, uh, we we were waiting to see the following day as to how things would materialize. Boy, Tom, I don't think it could have gone any better in terms of guys you were waiting on to see who might sign. We got every one of them. Yeah, pretty much uh, everyone that they wanted, um, you know, with the exception of the, the DN from Tennessee, and I think they were fine missing on him after they uh, after they got Brian Allen Jr. to, to commit. So I think uh, it went really well, and I, I think that's going to continue for the early stages of the 23 class with, uh, you know, other guys that I think we know are top targets, and I think they're in pretty good shape with them. Well, I, I certainly like Kevin Casper's uh... – tweet last night uh he's talking about a recruiting or, or something along that line and, and he said something like just the beginning of things to come yeah that, so, uh, he showed a few cards i thought he did that's nice to hear yeah i think uh you know kyler's probably leaning iowa i think Aiden proctor's probably leaning iowa so i think uh things are, are looking good for their the top targets and that's going to draw in other top targets too maybe the uh um, Caden Green kid that, uh, that's down at uh, the St. Louis area, I think he's another possibility. So they got the Brian Allen Jr. kid out of Connecticut, four-star. I, uh, I should note, note he's a Chicago no, he kid. To. He's just going to school in Connecticut. Uh, okay, there uh, okay. you go. Yeah, that, very good. And he had been committed you. to Illinois prior. Uh, they got Orlando yep. Trader, who's a defensive back out of Michigan, correct? And T.J. Hall. Uh, out of Fresno, California, those guys were competing with Michigan and Washington for those guys. You know, some some pretty pretty uh, big name schools. They were happy about that. There's still some room, Tom. There's only 17. They've given away 17 spots. I think you said the other day there's four available scholarships available. And if if Tyler Linderbaum takes uh, cashes that check, which every indication would be he should, uh, there's probably going to be one more. So. Um, who are we looking at in the transfer portal, possibly, or even some some guys who uh, are still late signees that they might go after? Yeah, I think uh, you know, talking to Tyler Barnes after uh, Kirk's press conference, this seemed like that maybe they're looking at some off, uh, at offensive line potentially in the uh, in the portal. I think they're just kind of in the early stages. They're not going to rush anything, and they're going to see if they can find the right guys, the right fit for. Uh, for Iowa, so um, I think they're taking their time. Uh, you know, the, the prep market is probably pretty limited, but you never know. Somebody might pop up and uh, maybe JUCO kids. And, you know, here's the other thing, guys. They're probably going to reward some guys with scholarships who are on the team. They got like a Quinn Schulte, the backup safety, the Jack Kerner seems like a, a guy that maybe they would go after. So we'll see what happens. I did not realize he wasn't on scholarship. I mean, he played a bunch there. Which game was well, it, Illinois? Well, last two games of the year. Yeah. He played a bunch. Yeah, that, that would make some sense as well. Well, it's not completely done. We'll have to see. It'll be interesting to see how that develops. I know there are some some transfers people have talked about, but uh got to gotta wait till there's a little more smoke before we uh, say there's fire on that. Um, so you, we start taking a look at it, uh, the two deeps that came out today for uh, the bowl game, Tom. One – I, I suppose nothing – I wouldn't say it's a surprise because I think we talked about it maybe two weeks ago. Maybe a nice to see. At least they're going to try IKM, Ivor Kelly Martin, as your first string tailback. Uh, 
in this Citrus Bowl. Appropriate, I think, and 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 I think he's going to get a chance to shine in this game. Yeah, I think they're going to give him a shot. Why not? Um, it's a full game; they can give this a shot. Um, see what happens with him. And uh, you know, I, I thought that two deep. You know, sometimes you just got to take it with a grain of salt too. So I would keep that in mind. Like the offensive line that that was listed was the same one they listed going into the Big Ten title game, and they played an entirely different line pretty much the entire game. So got to remember that. Yeah, good point. <laughs> That's a very good point. I think we'll talk more about the bowl game next next week in terms of. Uh, we'll be right in front of it. Yeah, That's right. We, uh, we on will. Next Tuesday. Um, obviously, Tom, we're looking at a, a fairly easy game tonight. Nobody's going to be there. What, what do you hope to see that comes out of the basketball game tonight? Um, just that they come out and take care of business. I think that's the big thing. Uh, you know, you can't let teams linger around. I know these guys got drilled by uh, uh, by Iowa State the other day. So uh, you just want to come out, get that 20-point lead by halftime, and kind of cruise to the finish line and get out of here, get help, and, and stay healthy. I think that's kind of the, the big thing for this Iowa team tonight is to do that. And uh uh, and then get to Christmas and get a few days with your family and come back and play Western Illinois and then uh, and then go from there. It is interesting the way the season has developed in the last couple of years. The schedule has developed with such a heavy late November, early December because they add the Big Ten games in. And then you get to this point and they play like a game a week because of finals. And then we're getting into the holidays, and I, I like the way Fran's allowed this to happen, right? Not not juicing it up too bad right in here, because there's going to be plenty of time once we get to January to play in the Big Ten Wars. And actually, Tom, I, you know, last week we were talking about how maybe there's a lot of opportunities for Iowa to win some games, but I started looking at, you know, the Big Ten's got a few. I, they're actually, there's a lot of teams in the Big Ten that I w- I've been discounting that I think are actually a little better than uh, a little better than expected. You look at some of the of the lower tier teams; they're not really lower tier teams. They're beating some uh, some other teams up. It's gonna be tough. Yeah, like Minnesota jumps out at you as a team this year that I think everybody had for you know down towards the bottom, and uh, and they're playing really good uh, good basketball. But then there's been other teams, you know, that maybe a little disappointing. Maybe Indiana's a little disappointing. I don't know. And, um. You know, some some teams just haven't. Michigan, well, Mi- got Michigan's four not been playing think, great. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't think Michigan would have four losses on their resume at this point in the year. So, um, we'll see. I I just uh, I think the league is interesting and available for Iowa to finish in the upper half. Uh, how far up is going to depend on how well they play. But um, certainly, they could. You know win some games. Another team that was supposed to be really good, uh, Maryland was supposed to be really good. That's who their Iowa's going to play right after the first of the year and they have uh, struggled and Mark Turgeon's out of coaching now. So, I mean, it's it's just what it, what's happening in the league is interesting. Yeah, they, they they have struggled, although they I think they stepped up and beat Florida the other night, who's ranked number 20, I think is what I saw. So, 
there, there's talent there, right? Well, so that's where that's know, where you run into some of those too. Danny Manning is sure. an established coach, so I mean that's you know. Well, your key is to not go lose somewhere like Nebraska, like the, right. like we did a couple years yep. ago, where you just you shouldn't can't lose those the, games, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't yeah. go to Nebraska and lose. You can't. Um, you know, you got to take care of business where you where you're going to be a, a significant favorite. Um, you do those things to get to uh, you know. 12 and 8-ish or so in the conference, and you're punching your ticket for the NCAA tournament. And I, I think this league, other than Purdue maybe, I I just kind of think the league's going to be a lot of teams between 10 and 10 and 12 and 8 this year. It's just going to be a, a jumbled mess. Yeah, and you're, what you're going to end up having is, you know, nine Big Ten teams in the, in the tournament, uh, somewhere between, with the exception of Purdue, on the top two lines. Five seed and ten seed? Five I mean, seed and twelve? Yeah, you might get a four, but everybody else is going to be, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're right, exactly. Yeah, because they didn't – the conference did not build a great resume uh, in the non-con this year. They just didn't. Well, we'll see how it comes out. The, the, the net rankings are fun to start watching now. I think it's about time. You know, it takes you a little while to figure out whether they're worth much, but and I, they, don't, I, they don't even start publishing them until, I, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, right? But fun to see now yeah, where everybody is. Right. Yeah, fun to see yep. where everybody is. And Iowa is a quad one team right now. So that's, uh, that's pretty yep. good. All right, Tom, we're going to run. We uh, appreciate it. And uh, you go enjoy the basketball game, and we'll check in with you next week. Will you be in when, – okay. when, when are you headed south? Uh, I'm going to head south on Monday, so I'll, I'll be down in uh, Orlando on Monday. All right. Well, there you go. We'll uh, we'll check in with you from Florida next week. Sounds good. We'll talk to you Thanks, guys then. Tom. Thanks for having me on. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, Tom. Th- appreciate you all the time. Tom Caker to Hawkeye. Right. Uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> Tom Caker to dot com, and he was doing a, a heck of a job uh, considering. You could hear the music going on in the background, right? To right. pump up the 300 people that are currently sitting in Carver Rock Arena getting ready for that game. Um, you know, it is interesting. As you take, a look at, uh, you take a look at the Big Ten schedule, it is good to see Maryland up front, right? Because they're probably a little bit down. But they did. They just won a game. This is where I started thinking, okay, so these are easy games to pick off. So I started looking. Well, Maryland just beat number 20, right? Minnesota went on the road and won at Michigan, okay? And Wisconsin had somebody big in there. Northwestern's only lost once. I mean, a number of these teams. On the other hand, they're a lot like Utah State, who had gone out and beat Oklahoma, right? But they were they certainly did not like look like a team the other night that was good enough to have beaten Iowa anywhere, right? So it's going to be interesting to see. I think you've got a lot of fair to Midland teams in there that are probably a little tougher than you might give them credit for because the ACC Big Ten Challenge didn't turn out very well. But... Beyond that, yeah, for the Hawks, well, did you know, didn't lose, right? Right, didn't lose. But uh, either way, you don't want to talk at all about the bowl game. You know, I was looking at the bowl game. Just, I was just, just thinking about our opponent. Just thinking about our opponent. Okay, Kentucky. Kentucky is uh, is nine and three. We're ten and three, right? Nine right. And three. Uh, the similarities here are are interesting. Kentucky's uh, they as far as beating teams. With winning records. Well, they didn't. They won five games against six and six teams. Anybody with a winning record, so that's five 500 teams they beat. Anybody with a winning record, they were they, they lost to. <laughs> they beat Tennessee? Lost by 45-42. 
So who beat them? Tennessee, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Georgia. Georgia. Yep. And then they beat three bad football teams as well in there. Well, Iowa, they, and on, on the other hand, we had the six and six Maryland team we beat. Uh, Seven and five ISU, seven and five Penn State, seven and six Kent State. We're currently uh, no, now seven, is now seven and seven. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so and eight and four Minnesota. Uh, but as you moved into the upper echelons, well, you get a loss State, eight. Did they have nine wins? Seven and five. And they're going to the Outback Bowl. Yeah. Good Lord. How did Minnesota get hosed on that? Uh, it's a good question. That's a good question because they got knocked down. Aren't they in the uh, Memphis? Music City. Music City. Yeah. No, they, or, or, they, or Vegas? No, Wisconsin's going to Vegas. Yeah. I think you're right. I think they got Vegas hope. absolutely picked the right team. Well, yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin down there. Forget about it, right? That's if listen. If if I was not going to one of these one of these New Year's Day bowls, that's, that's where we want to go. Vegas is going to be fact, the top of my list. I, I have to say, if Iowa was going there, I'd I'd probably be going, and I'm not going to this one. Johnny's right? going. The Cyclone <laughs> fans of the Hawkeye Head will be, be going. all in on that, right? Absolutely. I mean, it, it makes sense. I wonder how Minnesota did get knocked down out of that. I guess it's, you're, it is allowed when you're within one game in the standings. Right. It's allowed that you can choose that team below, and it was Penn State from that side. But P- Purdue is playing in Nashville because they play Tennessee, and they are going to get killed. By Tennessee? Yes. Uh, Tennessee, as I have said, I saw in person this year, and I will agree with you, Tennessee's a big football team with a lot of speed. Well, and they play fast, and they yep. – I mean, there could be a ton of points in that game, but at the end of the day, Purdue's lost their two best players, and Jack Plummer is as the backup quarterback to was Aiden O'Connell. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and obviously he's quite good, uh, but nevertheless, at the end of the day, I think Tennessee's going to that's, ru- that's a tough one for him. Run, All right, run them out. We're going to take our final break. We'll come back. We'll break things down on Iowa Southeast Louisiana. We come back on the Hawkeye Huddle. Merry Christmas, everybody. We're heading into the uh, That's right. Christmas. We're in Christmas week, aren't we? Clearly. Happy holidays, and we can say Merry Christmas to everybody as well. We certainly uh, can. We're sitting here at GMIGS looking at their holiday decorations. It was over at a buddy's last night. He had put up some festive decorations. My house looks like Christmas threw up all over it. It's terrific. I love it. Hey, let's, not, the time forget, let's not forget Festivus on Wednesday, Thursday. Is it? Is, it, is there a fe- an official Festivus date? It's the 23rd. Perfect. I did not know there was an official Festivus for the rest of us. Oh yeah, but uh, that's that's great. That's that's fabulous. <laughs> uh, we want to thank the great sponsors on the program. We mentioned them already, but why not mention them one more time? Because we appreciate the fact that they help support us as we sit here each and every week from six to seven o'clock on Tuesdays. And that would be, of course, Brian Halk of uh, Key Mortgage, Angela Lancaster, our friend at uh, Remax Concepts. And, of course, AM, PM Plumbing, they do plumbing. They do the best plumbing. They do the best plumbing. Same rates, night or day, AM, PM Plumbing. And G-Mix, where we're going to have the smash burgers here in a little bit uh, after we're done. You notice we did not order before we got off the air this time. Because Which we had a tough time eating last time while they were. Virtually impossible. It's really hard to chew and swallow and try to talk at the same time. That's what I've she done said. It, oh, I, <laughs> it is. I've done it over the years hamburgers and such but anyway we'll get there we'll get there we certainly will all right so i don't know as you look as you look ahead with this basketball team Uh uh-huh 
I you, can't not, w, you can't if you're not W and I, I, I can't W and L the season. I mean, I kind of went and looked and tried. This is where I'm going. I kind of tried, and what I realized is I just don't know what these teams have or did, what they're going to have did, on a given night. I didn't know that we played Maryland after Western Illinois. It's the first game, January third. There you January go. January third, right out of the gate. I get that day I think, off. Yeah, I think we're on the road though at at Maryland. Might be wrong, but um, but. You start looking at it. There's just there's no automatic sitting there, and yet at the same time, there's no uh, there's no way to sit that back and go. That's an automatic loss. Maybe Purdue at home. Although, don't you think? Yeah, you start talking about the NCAA tournament. You're gonna want to you're gonna want to wrap up a, a, a couple of games against the ranked teams when they are there. It'd be you know you, th- those are the ones that that help put you over the top, it, right? So I was currently zero two in the conference. Obviously, I mean losing to Purdue and Illinois is is not anything to sneeze at. Oh, nor be completely overwhelmed that that it happened. However, what you need to do from now on is you have to defend your home court, and you have to be able to go on the road to places like Nebraska, perhaps Minnesota. Perhaps Northwestern, um, maybe Maryland here. Um, Indiana certainly looks beatable. Uh, some of those places and go and get wins. I don't care if we're the number one team in the country and undefeated. We're going to go to Michigan State. The Hawks are going to lose. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. Didn't last year, though. Remember, we piss-pounded them up there. We absolutely destroyed them up there. That was the game. We got about like 26 or 27 points. Okay. We we did. It doesn't happen very often, but it did happen. We And by the way, it's the only way Iowa's been able to win at the Breslin Center is to get way ahead, right? But it, you're right. It, it's it's not on the docket most of the time, and that was one of their worst teams. They didn't make the tournament last year. or were they? That's right. They were in the play-in game, weren't they? Yes. Right. But um, – Going to Ann Arbor, Iowa has had a real tough time winning in Ann Arbor, right? They just haven't been able to do it, you know? Right. See, it's hard to count on those, that's for sure. And that's the worst part about this. The wrap-up at the end of the year, your last week, guess what your last week is? You're on the road at Illinois, you're on the road at Michigan. Yeah, that doesn't bode itself very well. So what you need to do is be in a good spot. Yep. You know, if there's – I don't know I don't know how they could do it necessarily – I mean, you got 18 games. Could they win 13 in that league? Oof. You're already 0-2. I know. That's what I mean. you got to go 13-3. Yeah. and 3. yeah, that's that's No. Tall order. Tall order. Need need a post to make that happen. I think you do. I think so. I think so. Hey, maybe they just, you know, in, I don't know. Brachik's fine. But he's like 6'6". Robracha? Yeah. Whatever his yeah. name yeah. is. Yeah, he's not big. He's not. He's not tall. Right, right, Philip. I'm just gonna call him well, Philip. You know, he, I, I was when I was watching that game earlier today at uh, six o'clock this morning. And the other guy I forgot to mention that was on that team, uh, that 2011 team, McCabe, Dak McCabe. Right, that's Rabracha City. Rabracha kind of reminds me of him, but he can't shoot. Yeah, McCabe could shoot. Yeah. Um, he had a little different. It was a little different, but he had sort of the same body type there. McCabe also would get under the skin of everybody oh, playing against. He was a little chippy all the time. I'm it was kind of t- fun. I'm going to tell you something right now that there, if the YMCA in the Sioux City Sioux Falls area, <laughs> wherever Zach McCabe is going for pickup games, he is absolutely destroying <laughs> and he's pissing off every single person <laughs> that he is playing against. <laughs> He did used to get under the skin of a lot of a lot of different people, didn't he? It was it was he had an attitude. That's that was fine though. It actually kind of that team needed a little bit of that uh, based on what they were what they were doing. I think they ended up 
in the NIT, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Lost it. I think they lost at Oregon in the NIT in that one. In the finals? Or no, oh, no, no, out no, there, was, like 104, 96, one of that. Well, was it the year that they went to the finals, or was it the year uh, where they lost? I think it was the year before they went to the finals and then lost to Oregon again. They lost at Oregon, like in the in the second round, in eleven, I think. I yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Anyway, but you're right. I forgot all about that. They went to finals in NIT after they'd uh, you know they they'd gone uh, gone and won at Virginia. And this is a great goal line stand here. You're watching the Iowa Mississippi State game. It is a great, the old, the old, it's a great one. Um, back to our discussion last week of guys going, uh, opting out of the bowl games. Okay. What at what point in a season does it make sense to say I have now earned my spot to go into the NFL and I am not going to play anymore? I'm going to tell you. Is it always right before the bowl game? Why is it right before the bowl game? Well, was it? It was one of the Bosa boys. Yeah, I remember having this discussion, and when, when uh, it, whichever the, la- the last one is, uh, Joey, whichever, uh, the, it whichever. One, it was one of the, the Bosa boys, yes. and he got nicked up or something in like the first or second game of the year, Ohio State, and hung it up, and said, "I'm not going to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I get healthy, I'm out." And maybe, maybe that's the better way to do it. Right, maybe maybe that is a, a a manner by which you can say, you know what, I'm taking my senior year off. I have a I got a nagging injury that I don't think I'm going to be able to deal with very well, and just do it then. Um, I you know guy, I, I guys, could take guys, that. I could guys take like that. Tyler Goodson, I think actually needed to have more more film. They needed to have more game game time, and you know Bryce. Or Brees Hall, I mean, the dude's last game that he played up there in Ames was was off awesome. the charts. Unreal, yeah. I mean, he's two hundred fifty yards yep. or whatever it was, and he's outrunning everybody. You know, nobody thinks that guy's fast, so they can't catch him. But but don't don't you think though that okay, so they needed more tape, they need more film, so they it it, it feels like you used the school to get to a point and your teammates to get oh, to that good point. Lord, don't go there. You don't think the schools are using them? I didn't say that. Okay, well, don't I, oh, don't, don't make it as if it's a one-way street there because there's uh, if, if there's 85 if there's 85 players on this football team, how many are going to go to the NFL? Right now based on what I've seen, I can think of two. Well, you think so do, you, do you, where do you think Goodson's going to you think he's drafted? Oh, if he's not, if Makai Sargent's able to get on a, on a roster, Tyler Goodson can. I'm going to tell you something. At the North, Northwestern game, I I had never sat down low enough to actually get an appreciation for how fast he is. He's quick. He's yeah, very good. He's, fast. he's physical. Um, he comes from a, a program that's got him ready. Obviously, Linderbaum's going. Well, I shouldn't say it. Hankins. Uh, he's going to go. I figure Jack Campbell probably play. Who knows about Benson? He's not quite big enough, but he might make it. Those two guys will play. I think they both think, play in the NFL. I think Van Valkenburg is going to get a look just based I, on his motor. Uh, I agree. Um, um, I think Riley Moss is going to – I mean, he's going to try. He's going senior bowl right now, at least right now, right? At the, at the moment. Um, so, yeah, there's there's certainly more more guys. Um, but – that, I that, just that wonder. I was obviously, thinking about that, that'll make it. Um, you know, certainly Jack Kerner. God bless him. He's he's not going to play in the NFL. Um, and if somebody wanted to give him a chance, well, 
Jack, go for it, my man. Yeah. Oh yeah, do absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely. And, and and if if you get signed as a undrafted free agent, be Sean Considine. You know, yeah. play in the league for six, seven years. <laughs> figure out a way to do that. Figure yeah. out how to tackle on special teams and those kinds of things. T.J. Hawkinson just destroying Mississippi State right now in the replay <laughs> of the Outback Bowl. <laughs> well, I, I'm just saying, I I feel like that the idea of going the entire year and then skipping the final game is different than I I got into the middle of the year and realized I just don't want to get hurt so I'm done. Well, I feel like you went the whole year to get yourself to get yourself into a spot and then you gave up on everybody. Well, let else. me ask you this is Riley Moss going to play? Yes. Yes, Riley Moss is playing. He's he's playing in the game. Yeah, he's not opting out of the obviously, game. Obviously, he's going to the Senior Bowl too. But he's, he's obviously yeah. Linderbaum's playing. Right, Linderbaum laughed at it. Right. I mean, I I, I saw I read something obviously, or I Spencer saw something Beecher's about playing. yeah, he, obviously <laughs> that you know uh, was it the Michigan kid uh, uh, Jake Butt? Remember he was yeah. a, yes. He's that, he's the quintessential guy. Why people sit out games now? Right, and and he. Even said a, had a number of things about yeah, it kind of screwed up a bunch of stuff in the NFL. But guess what? He still ended up collecting a bunch of money. And guess what? He's he all, said I would do it again in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even think about it. He's now, also yeah. a Michigan man. All right, I, w- I want to get to our last calls because I have more than one tonight. You do? Well, I think the Hawks are going to roll Southwest and take the over. It's 28, 28 and a half points. You, well, you take the points. I, I think the Hawks get close to a hundred. They get their. 60-ish, 62. So, I hope I hope so. That's the over. I'm somewhere in that neck yeah. of the woods. Um, Army is going to destroy Missouri <laughs> in, in their bowl game. Do you realize that Army played Houston the last time they actually played in a bowl game? And they had um, 10 possessions. How many touchdowns did they score? 10. They, really? they put up <laughs> 70 on Houston. Missouri gave up how many yards rushing to Tennessee? Oh, I don't even remember what it was. It was 70 to 20. Army got it was 200. Un- it, was, it was unreal. They couldn't tackle anybody. They fired their I, – I sat there. They fired their defensive coordinator after that, right? Why can't was, the Bears fire somebody? I mean, that's yeah, a whole other story. That's a whole other discussion. I like the call. What is – is there, is there a, a line on that that you know about? Yeah, about five, five and a half. Well, certainly I got the Hawks tonight. Seven and a half now? Oh, good seven Lord. And a, oh, seven and a half. Boy, I, I like that. Well, we, we like the Hawks tonight. That's pretty easy. We'll go with that, and then I'll take your army. I like it, too. All right. Hey, join us next week here. Thanks, Jake, back at the studio. Appreciate all the help from everybody else. Tom Kaker to HawkeyeReport.com. For Dave Crane Jr., I'm Brett Ridge. Join us next week right here on the Hawkeye Huddle.